This is an ABC podcast. She's called the queen of TikTok, Drew Ofuwolo. You might have seen her in your feed. Actually, it's one of those videos where you, you're like scrolling and then you stop and you see something and it's someone saying something like really sexist or fat phobic. And then for a split second, you're like, wait, why is TikTok sending me this? Like, why is this in my feed? And then you hear Drew's laugh and you know exactly what's going on. Hey! <laughs> Anyway, if you haven't seen her before, she comes for bigots. So anyone that says something really sexist or fatphobic or homophobic, basically she'll stitch their video and make fun of them. God, what a coincidence. (laughs) You know what you all have in common though? A fucked up hairline and the same joke, singular. She's become so huge so quickly on TikTok in the space of like six months. She's got over 6.3 million followers. And somehow I got the chance to catch up with her and chat to her all about it. You know, how is she feeling about this huge sudden fame? You know, she's also gotten so much hate as well as so much love. So how has that been? And how's she feeling about being an inspiration for a a generation of women to be able to stick up for themselves? It's a really awesome chat. I hope you like it. I had to start off by asking her to do her famous hey. Hey. (laughs) I just needed to hear that. I just needed to hear that. Drew, how did this journey start for you? How did you kind of end up so huge what was the beginning like for you um I would say the start of it was more so like I was just kind of telling funny stories like like things that were like applicable to me um and then I had like one video do pretty well but it wasn't really anything groundbreaking and then I started kind of leaning a little bit more into like my experiences with men like shitty or not and I had one video like really take off which was like red flags in men, but it was like very small red flags. And that kind of started this whole ball of like getting hate. So I got like a wave of hate that I've never experienced before because my video like went viral. And so that started me kind of talking shit back to dudes who didn't like me for whatever reason or made fun of what I looked like. And then it just kind of like snowballed into this like behemoth that it is now. Um, But I think people generally gravitated towards me and my response to hate because I, I like kind of made, I like turn it on its head. Like I make fun of it. Like it doesn't hurt my feelings. So I think people just liked that. And then it just kind of turned into me like actively seeking out bigots on the platform and then just kind of like turning into like a street sweeper essentially (laughs) of TikTok. (laughs) So that's kind of where we're at now. Yeah. And let's chat about these bigots. So what are the type Mm -hmm. of men in particular that you're going for and the content that you're stitching? Um, Generally speaking, misogynists, it's like check, you know what I mean? Every single one of them. Um, But generally speaking, if they're like that aggressive about their misogyny, they're also bigots in other forms too. They're like the Thanos of bigotry. Like they have all the infinity stones of hatred. So they typically are very fat phobic, very transphobic, very homophobic, very racist, like all of them. So um, those are typically the dudes that I target so when people are like oh you're, you're just a bully like blah blah, blah. Um, I'm not bullying people that don't deserve it that's for sure so I mean if they can dish it but they can't take it that seems like a personal problem you know what I mean 
<laughs> yeah, well, for those who maybe haven't come across your videos before, what kind of stuff mm-hmm. like are you saying when you stitch it? Um, I mean, you know, I just like I basically argue back their points, which is something that dudes who like really hate me on that platform always seem to miss. It's like they tune out for those parts of my videos and only tune into the parts where I make fun of what they look like. But like the things I say, I I like to describe them as silly because they are incredibly silly. Like I compare them to cartoon characters and they lose their marbles over it. So like again, like someone who can dish out such a violent vitriol but can't take being compared to a computer mouse, that seems like a you problem. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's like typically what I do. I like, I see it. I react to what they said. I combat what they said. And then I make fun of what they look like. So that's typically a a nice little synopsis of my content, I guess. Why do you think your following and popularity has grown so much and these videos have gone viral? Basically, I think people gravitate towards me because I don't do the educating bullshit. Like, I, I don't sit and try to explain to you why you, as a grown man, shouldn't broadcast why you fucking hate women on a broad scale like I'm not about that because when you're like I don't know old enough to vote or drink it kind of seems like you've made choices you've made life choices you're kind of set in your ways so it's not my job to educate you Um, I'm just gonna humiliate the fuck out you that's literally my tactic and I think that's why people gravitate towards me because more often than not women are so expected to eat shit all the time especially from dudes to be patient and kind and understanding and to be you know what like maybe he's going through something like maybe you know like why don't you take the time to talk to him I don't do that shit so I think that's why people like me because I don't waste time beating around the bush like if you're gonna be hateful and you're gonna be mean I'm gonna be fucking meaner like that's just like how I roll so I think that's why people really gravitate towards me um because I just don't waste time trying to be nice to you trying to spare your feelings like I don't waste time doing that so I mean I think people like it so yeah well I think for women especially we have kind of been brought up to be polite and kind and care about people's feelings and Mm -hmm. you know don't say anything to rock the boat yeah yeah that's kind of what people tell me I like you say all the things I wish I could or I wish I had the like words to articulate properly um which I'm happy to be that mouthpiece for you girl I'm happy to do it for you. <laughs> I mean, it's making you a lot of money. <laughs> oh, there you go. I mean, period. <laughs> um, Drew, what do you say to the people who say that what you're doing is just as bad as the toxic guys? I always say, I get that question a lot. I honestly always say too that it's very convenient that you're only saying that to me and you're not saying that to the dude who who started it in the first place. So when people try to equate me to a bully, bullying is seeking out people that didn't do anything to you and making it a point to humiliate and or, you know, embarrass them. Whereas I'm picking people that chose with their own sound mind and body to post vitriol on a public app. When you post things on TikTok, you're inviting a discourse. Like whether it's good or bad, you need to be expectant to receive feedback, whether or not it's negative. So I'm the feedback it's me. You know what I mean? So the fact that you have an issue with me doing it, but not an issue with them doing it says more about you than it does about me. And honestly, like I I've said this before, I've, I never said I wasn't mean. 
I never fucking said that. I never said I was nice. I never said I was patient. I never said I was understanding, especially to fucking bigots. I've never said that. So I've been very clear and upfront about who I am and what it is I do on that app. So the fact that people are still to this day being like, well, what's the difference? The difference is I'm not a fucking bigot. That's the difference. So if I'm a bully, then I'm a bully of bullies. If anything, I'm Robin Hood. I'm taking from the rich and I'm giving to the poor. You feel me? I'm literally like, I'm Dexter. So like, two wrongs don't make a right. Right. But like one wrong is far worse than my wrong. You know what I mean? So it's like, what, how can you really equate it when I'm kind of balancing the universe? And that's it's like, I'm actually doing a service. All you're doing is trying to hurt people and I'm helping people. And honestly, truthfully, I don't really give a fuck if a bigot doesn't like me. I don't really care. So it <laughs> doesn't hurt me. It doesn't affect me in any way. So Drew, speaking of like not hurting you, I have to say, you like just looking at your videos and seeing how much and like you said at the start of your journey it was through just so much hate that you were receiving I can't even imagine with 6.1 million followers now how huge you are (laughs) how much hate you are receiving does any of it impact you at any point because a lot of people tag you in these videos too so you're consuming Mm -hmm. a lot of toxic energy a lot of the time Mm -hmm. I mean, consuming the content, it doesn't never really hurt me necessarily. I mean, I would say it overwhelms me sometimes because, you know, thankfully my for you page is pretty fucking awesome. Like it's just all the shit I I typically like to see. Um, my mentions, that's another story. That's a little dumpster that I'm like a little raccoon rifling through the trash every day. And my mentions, that's totally different. But I would say it does get overwhelming to to consume the content every day, mostly just because, you know, I can't believe how horrible people are and they're just so open about being horrible. Like I just can't relate on any level. So that right there does get overwhelming to see or consume every now and then. That being said, when it comes to getting hate, I get, I get the most violent hate all the time, every fucking day on every platform I have, like some of them even go so far as to email me. So like, you know, they, they are incessant and it's awful. So when people try to tell me that I'm awful, like you have no idea, you have no idea the shit I have to deal with because of what it is I do. Now I signed up for this. Like, this is something I, I made a deal with. Like, I'm like, I understand that me doing what it is I do invites criticism of my looks and things like that. But the difference is I don't give a shit about people that mean nothing to me. These people contribute nothing to me. They don't pay my bills. They don't put foot in my mouth. They don't do anything for me. So the fact that you think your words would hurt my feelings, that's rich. You know what I mean? Like it means zero to me. It doesn't mean anything to me at all simply because these people contribute nothing to me. And on top of that, like, you're just a horrible person. So why the fuck would I care what a horrible person has to say about me? Like, I know who I am. And so I'm like, a lot of people always ask me my sign too. Like I'm a Virgo sun and a cancer moon and I'm a Sagittarius rising. So like my cancer moon means I care very deeply. I'm very empathetic, which is why I feel so fiercely protective over all these women and marginalized groups because I feel so deeply for them like I'm so incredibly empathetic towards the plight of others which is why I feel so strongly about saying something that being said there's a little asterisk next to that which means I don't give a fuck if you don't mean nothing to me like I really don't care (laughs) what you have to say about me it doesn't affect me in any way shape or form because I don't care about you I don't care about your livelihood why the fuck would I care about what you say to me okay you know what I mean (laughs) It just means nothing to me. So it doesn't, it literally doesn't hurt me at all. I feel like sometimes people think I'm kidding. 
Um, but I'm not, if that were the case, I never would have made it this far. That's for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, exactly. Exactly. A very thick skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, has anyone yeah. ever come up to you in person and given you shit, Drew? Like, have you, what's it like? It's a whole different thing, I guess, online, but have you had yeah. to deal with any confrontational things in real life? Uh, no, in real life. No. Um, and then also, I mean, this may just allude to like the internalized misogyny and like the toxic masculinity that these dudes have, but like a lot of times I'm with my man. So my, my boyfriend is, is a large human. And also so am I like, I'm not small. I feel like sometimes people think I'm really tiny, um, or really short. I'm fucking not, I'm six feet tall. Um, my boyfriend is six, four. So like, we're both pretty large humans. Um, that being said, no one has ever came up to me and like tried to talk shit to me in person. I mean, if they did, I guess like we would see what would happen, but like for the most part, a lot of these keyboard warriors do like, they're just people who hide behind a screen. Um, and they just trying to hurt my feelings more than anything. Like they're just trying to make me feel bad about myself. Um, which I'm impervious to like my shit is made out of vibranium now, bitch. Like my feelings are, are steel. Like that shit is, is like unbreakable. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and your boyfriend. Yeah. Like I love that you've spoken about it on your videos on TikTok about people always coming at you for like, who could ever love you? And you're like, bitch, have yeah. you seen my boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> um, how does, how does he deal with it all? Like what's his thoughts about it? Yeah, I get, you know, I have men all the time be like, oh, this is something only fucking fat single would just say, which is so funny because I'm neither of those things, which is odd. It's a really strange insult to just be thrown around there. And also fat is not an insult to me literally at all. But my boyfriend is so happy for me and so incredibly supportive of me. And honestly, sometimes these fucking dudes message my boyfriend and try to tell on me like they're like do you know what your girlfriend's doing on tiktok as if i could hide this shit from him like are you joking so like it's funny though because the toxic masculinity has them in such a chokehold that even when they message my boyfriend they they don't have it in them to be disrespectful to him so even then even though they fucking hate me they can't stand me they like hate everything i say they hate the way i look they'll literally message my boyfriend and be like hey man you look so great honestly you look so honestly you look so handsome you look so in shape honestly but fuck your girlfriend I hate her so like that is just bizarro to me man like the fact that you you respect and hold men so much higher than women to the point where even when you hate me you don't have it in you to be mean to him like it's just it's so like uh just strange to see um but my boyfriend is so incredibly supportive of me and honestly is the reason why I started posting on TikTok in the first place like he's the one who encouraged me to do it and he knows he knows better than anyone I have opinions I could talk about a piece of fucking toast for an hour so like he knows that that was like the place for me like this is the thing for me so he's just truly the best I I fucking love him so much (laughs) I am speechless about the way that they talk to him oh I know that just sums up everything that really sums up everything the message that you're trying to get across yeah honestly it really does that's why I said like it's I, I rest my fucking case like even even at your even at your wits end you don't have it in you to be disrespectful to him because he's a man and he looks the way you wish you looked so it's like a double whammy you know what I mean so I mean okay let's talk about let's let's talk about the love that you're getting then you know we spent a bit of time talking about the hate let's talk about the love (laughs) because I you know you have just gone from zero to 100 so quickly like Drew it's so incredible you've now got your own show you're absolutely killing it tell me a little bit about like the stuff that people say to you and and yeah like a lot of like 
how quickly you've grown. Honestly, I am blown away too. Like it's, it's kind of surreal when I think about it. Like I, I'm just constantly working. So it's hard for me sometimes to like take a step back and really see at like all the shit I've achieved in such a short span of time, which I'm like so incredibly grateful for. But honestly, like the love I get um, far outweighs the hate. So like, I always tell people like, you know, the hate, it doesn't get to me one. Cause when you look at my bank account, it was really not that hard to not get bothered by it. That's one, two more often than not the love, like is like, it's 1 billion to one. And the things that um, people have shared with me and told me how my content has empowered them and made them want to leave abusive relationships or quit a job or report their boss or report their assault. Those are things that truly make me cry because like, that's the whole reason why I keep going because people like that are so incredibly important. And so many of them have not been able to find their voice and like, you know, to be strong, like, and confident like me. And I know not everyone's built like me. Like not everyone could like brunt face, like brunt the shit that I get all the fucking time. But when I do the, in those very small moments, when I do get overwhelmed um, with whether it's like with work stuff or just like dealing with bullshit, um, I think about people like that. And it makes me keep going because I just, I, I can't even begin to describe the feeling it gives me to know that I'm like someone that people use as like a, a platform, like someone that people can use to feel strength and feel confident and feel loved and feel like they're worthy of love and respect um, from men. And it just like makes me emotional, makes me so emotional. Don't tell anyone it's going to ruin my street cred, but it literally makes me so honored. I feel so incredibly honored to be that person for so many different people. And it's just like blows my mind. Honestly, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> what advice do you have for anyone listening who, like you said, maybe doesn't have the strength that you, that you have mm-hmm. in order to stand up for themselves when someone is saying something that is toxic or sexist mm-hmm. or homophobic or yeah. transphobic? Yeah, I would say, I mean, first of all, to like understand that whatever they say that's hateful is more so a reflection of them than it is of you. Projection is a wild thing and it runs rife in people like that, like in bigots, like they they do nothing but project their insecurities onto others. And to just understand that at the end of the day, you're already a better person than they are and you're better off than they are. And you're literally going to live a wonderful amazing love-filled life that is worthy of remembering and they're gonna go fucking bald that's what you should always tell yourself tell yourself all the time he's gonna bald in like two years max that's a bummer for you if you just like keep those like lighthearted things but truly remember the essence of what I said is just like you are worthy of love and respect and this person doesn't fucking mean dog shit to you so they shouldn't affect how you see yourself because no one knows you better than you know you so you, no one's ever going to love you and respect you the way that you love and respect yourself. So if you hold that so dearly to it's so close to your heart, people like that are just going to fade away over time. You're going to, you're going to start to build a, a thicker skin, a more confident tone. When you speak out for yourself, you're going to start to build up the like tolerance and then you're going to be able to shoulder it like me. You know what I mean? I mean, the mind's a little heavy, so I don't know if you want to take this mantle, but like it, over time it will get easier, I guess it's like 
the best piece of advice I could give you. That is so brilliant, Drew. And if <laughs> not, they you. can just come onto your TikTok page. There and you go. <laughs> get some inspiration. And let me do it for that. you. Yeah, yeah. Send let me you, do it for you. Send you the videos <laughs> so you can yeah. stitch it. <laughs> Lean on me. I'll, I'll carry us there until you're ready. <laughs> you have yeah. so such a huge following here in Australia. Like, I'm so excited. Yeah, that yeah, fires we, me up. <laughs> we get messages. One of our listeners messaged me yesterday and said she was on a yeah. first date and she was showing the guy that she was on the date with your TikToks yeah. and she was like he didn't know who she was so I ended the date it was a red flag <laughs> damn I mean I'm a litmus test that's for fucking sure I mean like I and that's the thing is like they don't have to love me but if they hate me girl run you know what I'm saying if they if they fucking hate me girl run go in the other direction you know what I mean because a lot of dudes like I, I'm, I'm you know what I mean I'm not like too big-headed to understand like not everybody likes the jokes I make or they're not too big like a fan of the delivery but it's the messaging you know what I'm saying if they fucking hate me red flags all over the place what are you so afraid of you know what I mean why <laughs> so, are you getting so triggered I'll only hit dogs holler I mean you know what I mean so <laughs> I just thought of a question Drew I'm really sorry I'm, sure. I know you have to go um no you're fine who has been the biggest name or like the most surprising person that has reached out to you um gosh is there anyone I, I mean yeah there have been some there have been like some pretty big stars that have like followed me and commented on myself like Kehlani like she loves me she commented on my TikTok um and like Amy Schumer actually reached out to me and told me how fucking funny she thought I was like she commented on my Instagram recently I mean not to flex on you hoes but she actually is so fucking funny and like I quite literally got like I'm not even joking you like I quite literally have all the confidence in the world now that like a professional comedian told me how funny I was and told me how like tried intro was like she's a fucking badass so the fact that she thinks I'm funny everyone can eat my ass to be honest (laughs) eat it bitch I don't know what to tell you (laughs) so anyway that is so good that is so good oh Drew it's been so awesome thank you so much for taking the time and yeah chatting to us on hookup Oh my gosh, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I love all my Aussie fans. I can't wait to come see y'all someday. If you've never heard of Drew before, you loved everything she had to say, you can find her on TikTok, Drew Offawolo, A-F-U-A-L-O. She's also got a new show as well called The Comments Section. Uh, And there's also going to be parts of this chat put up on our Instagram at Triple J The Hookup. And yeah, like always, DM us, send us get in touch let us know your thoughts feelings vibes and if there's any topic you want us to cover or if there's someone that you're a huge fan of maybe in your tiktok feed on your instagram and you'd love the hookup to have a chat to them well let us know who they are see you next time